everybody, and welcome back to the Smashcast. I am your host, Commissioner Pat Bose, recapping the draft day. I'm happy to have with me today uh, the Smash League expert analyst and insider, Commissioner Sacco Kevin. Thanks for joining me today. Happy to be here, Pat. It's good to be back. Yeah, the Smash. Good, good to have you back. Episode number two. Instead, uh, talking talking draft, we're going to recap. Uh, Commissioner Sacco was on the scene as well and did witness the draft, so we're going to get some of his thoughts uh, on the draft, which is real quick. Recap everything. Uh, you know, great draft overall, I thought. Thanks to everyone for showing up and being a part of it. It's uh, great to have everybody actually come together. Again, I don't remember the last time that we actually had all 14 league members show up and be able to draft themselves, so that was awesome. Thanks, everybody, for that. If you got on early enough, then you got to see Kuz's Sacco punishment realized, which was another great ass tattoo. Um, Kuz, please drop some photos in the group so that everybody can get a better look. It's a beautiful piece of art. Um, I know Kevin just saw it tonight. It's the Mona Lisa of ass tats. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not to take away from Chris's. Chris's is the original, and we love it. Um, Aaron's is styling though. Uh, they're each, they're each beautiful in their own way. They are. Uh, they are. I love it. So, um, I'm, I'm loving the trend that has started here. I would not be disappointed to see it continue. Um, big thanks to, to Keenan for setting up the zoom call and everybody for jumping on the zoom. That was super fun. Um, you know, my, my take on the auction, it was interesting. I thought it was overall pretty great and that it did what it was intended to do, which was gave everyone an even shot at players. And I think that's basically the result that we ended up with, which was a draft where, you know, most of the, for the most part, teams are pretty even coming out of the draft. Um, a lot of times when we do snake, uh, I feel like there's a couple of teams that leave and everyone's like, man, this team is really bulletproof. And there's a couple of teams that really fell apart. This to me, I feel like when I, you know, there are some teams I like, there's some teams that I didn't like Mm -hmm. for sure, but overall, when I look at each roster, I don't see any bulletproof roster. I see pretty much every team has some kind of holes, you know, which makes it more interesting because it means there's every, whoever's going to win the boot this year has got some work to do. Well, I agree. You know, like this is obviously the most fair way to go about it. Everyone's got an even shot at any player that they've, you know, got their eyes on. Um, you know, Snake has its advantages and its disadvantages, and so does uh, Auction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, early on, Auction's a lot of fun and there's a lot going on. Uh, towards the end, though, uh, you can you can pay a little bit if you didn't plan things out or things didn't quite go your way. Whether you're sitting on too much money or you're not sitting on enough money, it can be a little frustrating, you know. But, yeah, yeah. But it, this is the most even I can remember this league being, like as far as you know, team rosters go. Uh, it feels like this really could be anybody's year right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah, that first half of the draft is fun. Everybody's throwing money around. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. The second half, I don't know. To be honest, it does drag on a bit. It does. The whole draft took like three hours. So thanks, everyone, for hanging out and getting it done. I was drinking so much more and so much faster towards the end of the draft <laughs> than I was at the beginning. Well, it's just really, especially when yeah, when, when everyone's out of money except for a couple of guys. So you're, you know, every time you nominate a player and you're waiting the whole 20 seconds, it's, you know, not the best, but and everyone um, waits to the last second to donate another dollar oh. <laughs> to either troll or just because they're, I love doing yeah. that. Oh, man. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> some panic going on. I know Colt was freaking out from his chair at home. 
Um, there was a lot of funny mm-hmm. moments in that draft. Um, you know, and then versus Snake, I think can be a little more fun, a little more relaxed, like you were saying. Um, it does keep a quicker pace overall, but I like I like the even spread of the auction. Both both fun. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Well, we'll we'll get into a little breakdown um, and get some insider uh, analysis from Commissioner Sacco right after this quick uh, read from one of our sponsors. Have you ever been wrongfully accused of shamming on someone else's carpet? Is there major controversy as to who may have committed this heinous act in an attempt to dominate an out-of-control fecal war? Are you constantly being told, your trade-offers stink? Do you carry a buttload of guilt? Hi, my name is Commissioner Sacco Bose. You may know me from previously getting the crap kicked out of my fantasy teams time and time again which in turn put me into a downward spiral of depression, anger, and self-doubt. But while I was down, I discovered the power of microdosing psilocybin and extreme shock therapy. And during that time, I found my true calling in life. Help the downtrodden like myself and solve poopy mysteries in the process. Introducing Kevin's Cleaners, Consulting, and Investigators. Here at KCCI, we are eager to tell you how much your team stinks or Tony's carpet, and help you clean up your roster to be a true Das Boot competitor. All the while, we will be gathering intel to finally catch who is responsible for this poopscapade brown-handed and bring this great defecation debacle to a close. So if this service seems oddly specific to you in particular, hop on over to justiceforcarpet.com. That's J-U-S-T-U-S, the number four, carpet.com, and see all of our pricing and availability. But act fast, because poo could be next. And we're back uh, back again with Commissioner Sacco. And so, Commission, I had a challenge for you. Basically, mm-hmm. what I wanted you to do is give me three of your favorite teams coming out of the draft in no particular order. It's three teams that you were really liking and three teams that you did not like in no particular order. Um, I think we want to start with uh, with your winners, your, your three that you liked coming out of the draft. So let me hear just some of your thoughts on some of these teams. Who won the draft? That's the number one question the second the draft is over. Everybody wants to know who won. And I'm here to tell you right now, some of my winners of the draft this year consist of and are limited to. Smartered Harder. Coming in, not in first place, just the first honorable mention. Emma just crushes it every year. I like what I'm seeing out of this team. She's got a really good starting roster with some upside, you know, uh, pretty good looking like floors across the board with some high ceilings on her starting roster. I think she did a really good job um, piecing that together not really loving the depth of her team. It would be nice to see more than just a rookie and Drake Landon. That's really like (laughs) the most promising person on the bench, but you know, there's free agency, there's, you know, trades, there's all types of things that could happen. So uh, a little bit of more depth wouldn't have hurt, but again, it's even spread across the board this year. So I think, uh, I think she did a great job putting a a very solid team together. Well done to Emma. Yep. Who you got next? Next, I'm going to go ahead and throw in the Crazy 88s. 
I think we're, we might be looking at a second worst to first type scenario here. Uh, it's been done before in the league. Uh, I personally really like Chris's team. It's another one where I don't see any holes in his starting lineup. You know, I mean, I think the biggest question mark is what is Saquon going to do? But mm-hmm. if Saquon does what Saquon can and, you know, I myself being one of them, but many people are very high on Saquon this year. Um, his receivers are, you know, his one, two, three is phenomenal. Yeah. AJ Dillon, I think is a good number two. Uh, he's got uh, a little bit of depth to play with between uh, Daryl Henderson, you know, uh, Naheem Himes, like uh, Claypool, even uh, Howard Boyd. I, I think he's got a great starting team. I think he's got some depth to work with. We'll see if he has the managerial skills that's required to, take the boot home sure okay wow well done to the big bro then and uh who is your third um favorite just team coming out of the the draft i'm gonna go ahead and do the anti-hero himself the smash landers oh indeed you know what i like about this team it's got a little bit of spice a little flavor Mm -hmm. you know there's some mystery behind it uh i know Keenan's probably disagreeing with me right now. He's, oh, sure. He's probably on the toilet and just angry and mad that I like his team. But I do. I do like his team. Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, I think is a nasty one, two, three as far as receivers go. He's got high side in both of his um, running backs. Uh, you know, a high ceiling potential out of Travis with a nice-looking floor out of Chase Edmonds. So I like that one-two combo. Not loving your um, – quarterback situation but you can always do something about a quarterback you can stream quarterback yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly i'm not that worried about it who knows man like he's he's gonna have 20 point games and stuff like like he'll be fine so long as the rest of the team holds up and i gotta say i think he did a great job adding some depth onto this team i personally think the juju smith schuster one is going to be a bit of a head it's going to be a headache a little bit of a scratcher be like which week do you want to play juju uh, I'm not saying he's a weekend, week out guy, but he's got receivers to play with, so it's not an issue. Tony Pollard, I think, is a phenomenal person to have just waiting to go. Um, it's an exciting team, in my opinion. He did uh, hold off a while on bidding. I was he did. shocked, yep. but it did pay off at least in the depth. I, I think he might have the best looking bench out of anybody, which you know is not a diss. It's a good place to start. You know, yep. uh, interesting. Well done to Keenan then. Um, do you want to give a, so the other thing I asked of Kamish Sacco is to give a, a boot prediction and kind of the way I explained it was, this could be one of his top three favorites. It could also be a, a, a different team. Uh, if you believe in some pieces of that person's roster and think that they might be the type of manager that can propel themselves into the boot category. Do you have a, it's up to you. Do you have a, do you have a, can you make that prediction right now? of someone that you think is going to actually come away with the boot this year? Is it one of your big three or is it a wild card? Uh, You know, I'm going to go with a wild card. I just see the season kind of um, just, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know the direction that it's going to go. It's, it's super exciting. Oh, to it see always, it always goes off the rails and see what's going to happen. Well, a big part is who survives injury. And obviously we can never really, you know, any, any predictions you make, you have to kind of just ignore injury. It's bound to happen, but you can't predict it. So. I'm going to go ahead and take the annexation of Puerto Rico. 
because I think I'm the only person who's going to pick him for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think he would pick him for this. It's not that I love his team or anything, but you know what? Why not, Nick? He's a good guy, you know? This feels like when I used to... things just go Nick's way for a chance? But also, his team's not bad at all, man. I mean... This is Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, Pat Mahomes, high side. Like, people love Brees Hall if he's half as good as what they're saying. He's at least a really solid number two. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen is phenomenal. I personally like uh, Darnell Mooney. I've had him yeah. before. I think he's really good. People are low on Damian Harris, but this is another good team. And, again, barring injuries... Why not? All right. So picking picking Nick to go the way it feels like when I used to play um Mario Party on the Nintendo and it gets to the end of the game and they would ask like they would ask Toad who's gonna win and he would just pick a random player from the bottom. Yeah, he's like, just getting random. That's what stars. this kind of feels like. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's just random help from you know, and that's kinda how it goes sometimes. All right, cool. Just because well, I know Nick's not listening. So shout out to Nick. You're gonna win it all and it's gonna be a big surprise yeah. to you. So just to recap that, uh Kevin's Kevin's big three coming out of the draft are the Crazy 88, the Smarter Harder, and the Smash Lander um, are his big three coming out of the draft with his wild card pick of the annexation of Puerto Rico taking the boot this year. Let's move on to teams that you didn't like. And mm-hmm. there's a lot you didn't like, it looks like. Um, I asked you to give me three. You maybe have more than three that you want to talk about. So, uh if you're not in the big three, you're not doing great. <laughs> so uh, who do you want? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's that's the truth. Is you know picking the picking the lower part. I, I can say I was when I was working with Kevin. This he was struggling to pick them because things are pretty even. So you know, don't don't take it too hard if you're on this list because it, we're all pretty close. I think right here and also, you know, it, what, what does Kamish Sacco know? But. Let's, let's hear it. Who's, who's the first one you want to talk about? First team I'm going to talk about, I think, um, in my opinion, this team just jumped out to me as far as, like, if I had to put any team in the bottom, this was the first team that I wrote down. Again, not trying to really upset anybody here at this, but oh, this, is, this is what I'm seeing here. I'm going to go ahead and throw the Nomads in my bottom three. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Justin Herbert. I love Justin Jefferson, and I love Tyreek Hill. And I don't like anything else about this team, to Fair be honest enough. with you. Fair I enough. think that there's no depth on this team, and I see holes as far as like, like Kuz just always drafts tight ends every year. Yeah. <laughs> like someone needs to tell Kuz he doesn't need a tight end on this team, let alone <laughs> more than one, which is not uncommon for him. So. Sexy Rex Burkhead on the starting lineup is iffy. Don't love that. Uh, he's he's not the starter. If yeah. he was a starter, a little bit of a different story. I'm personally low on David Montgomery. Um, I'm sure he's better than I'm giving him credit for, but I'm just I'm not a truther yeah. on the Montgomery train. But like you said, you know, a lot of times all it takes to win and smash is a couple of big hitters, and he has a few of those. He's got a big three. He, he might he sure. might have enough to do some serious damage. That here, big but three is going to win him some games. I, I understand where you're coming from, but there I agree with you too that there are parts of his team that I really like. Um, okay, who who else you want to talk about on your on your bottom? On my bottom, next we're going to be going to the auto believe it. That's right, Jordan. You you stink. You lay in a big stink on us again. Not setting your roster. Classic Jordan. Uh, I mean, he knows his team has got some good play. And same thing, like Trey Lance is interesting. We'll see. He's obviously unproven. You know, he's got to show me that he's a good play before, you know, I can say he's not. Dalvin Cook is phenomenal. Let's hope he can stay injury-free this season. If that's the case, he's got probably 
easily a top five running back there. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs is phenomenal. And, you know, yeah, you got Kittle. I, I like Kittle, but I don't love Kittle. In my opinion, if you're going to have a tight end in this league, it's Travis Kelsey and then everyone else. Uh, not loving not loving the uh, bench. I think I understand having Alexander Madison handcuffed to Dalvin Cook, but in my opinion, you picked up a player that you can't use unless you're you're just expecting Dalvin Cook to get hurt at that point. Otherwise, you're just wasting a roster spot on your bench. I don't personally love handcuffing your starting running back with their backup because it does just take away a bench spot in my position, in my opinion. It's sure, just, sure. That's not a, that's not a guy that you're going to sure. play. You know, it's not like they're doing a split. You know, it, they're not sharing time. Yeah. So I don't love that. But I do think uh, Valdez Scantling, however you say his name, <laughs> that's an interesting one. I like him, you know. Uh, but we'll see. I think there's I think there's some holes in this team. So Okay. Put it towards the bottom. Tough break to Jordan. Who, who else you got low uh, on your rankings? Next, I'm going to go ahead and put the Sandbaggers. Ooh. Sandbaggers. Sandbaggers. I'm personally not huge on Joe Burrow. I know he's going to be a fine play. Joe Burrow's going to do good, but he he doesn't run. He can't run at all. It's all on his arm. You think he'll he'll regress a bit? I think he's got a little bit of regression. Um, we'll see. You know that Super Bowl hangover is no joke. He's a young guy. Uh, we've seen it happen before. We have early success, and then you kind of coast off of that for the rest of your career. Yeah. So that could be the case here. I love Javante Williams, but I don't think people are giving the split time with Melvin Gordon enough credit. Melvin Gordon is going to be seeing plenty of play. It is going to dip into Javante's production. I don't see this being like a 70-30 split. I, I see it being like 55-45 right now. Um, I guess I'm curious to see because I got to say, I couldn't disagree with you more. I don't think Melvin's going to be relevant really at all. Maybe in like the first week or two as they get warmed up, but I mean, they spent high draft capital on Javante. Let's look at let's look what happened with Melvin Gordon following the money. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way to look at it. Is he left the team, explored free agency? Either teams didn't like him, or he didn't like what he saw. Some combination of both. So then he came back on a one year, two million dollar deal, and he even came out and said recently that the Broncos want to make Javante the starter. Oh yeah. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder, man, and I think he's well, going to go out and he's. That's gonna, not up to him. He's going to prove himself. He can have a chip on his shoulder sitting right there on the bench. It's up to the coaches. <laughs> he will be standing Javante near the bench. Williams to is too talented oh, to not is. just take over as the guy. If you want to win football games, you put your best player out there. Gordon's a good player. He's a little bit older. He's a fantastic backup. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. So, I love the one-two punch. I'm, I don't know. We've, I'm seen just saying, it, we've seen it play out before. Sure, sure. But it's happened. Javante, and... This is Javante's second year. This is going to, if anything, I don't know. Javante is going to, I think, get the majority of the work. Yeah, they might rotate him out. But anyways. They will. But Let's yeah. move on. Let's yeah. move on. DeAndre yeah. Swift, he's a great play. We can move on. DK, I think, is obvious uh, regression here. Amon Ross St. Brown, we'll see. I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure to what extent he can carry this team. And if Kareem Hunt gets traded, mm-hmm. it, you know, it depends where he goes, obviously. But him just sitting there behind, you know, being that number two uh, option, don't love that, you know. And, yeah. and then looking at the bench, not loving what I'm seeing here. Like maybe you get some good production out of Julio Jones. We'll see. But 
uh, not loving what I'm seeing bench-wise here as well. Yeah. So, as a Patriots fan, if you end up having to start Mac Jones, I think you're in trouble. I think so. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super excited about the Pats this year. Yeah. I hope they prove me wrong. For those reasons, uh, I'm putting the sandbaggers. For those reasons, I'm free. Um, anybody else you want in your in your bottom bottom whatever i think there's one more team that i'm going to go ahead and just mention here uh gonna have to do it to uh let's go brandon i think that uh <laughs> Looks like he did go back to silence of the games yeah he did he did but uh people don't forget so <laughs> we're not gonna See, let this one back. he's got your boy melvin he's got melvin i like that <laughs> i like that um but yeah, I mean, looking at his team, like Matt Stafford should be fine. You know, good, not great. I do like James Conner. I think that I like him a lot better as a number two option as opposed to a number one. But if he's got to be your number one, he's been mine before. Um, he's a headache, but he's a headache that's worth having for sure. I mean, Josh Jacobs, he's going to see regression, but I think he's, I think he's all right. You know, I mean, I like him much better as a flex, but, yeah. uh, you know, he's got to be your RB2. That is what it is. Love the Jamar Chase and Cortland Sutton uh, double team there. I think that's going to be a nasty one-two punch when it comes to receiving. The Zach Ertz thing, uh, with it being a half-point PPR, I understand it a lot more. But again, not being a tight end league, I just don't love it. You know, yeah. it's just I, I just don't I don't look at it and I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when I see it, basically, and you know, again, looking at this bench. I really like Melvin Gordon. You know, I think he's going to end up taking over that. Love the Gordon. I'm all about some of that MG3. But besides <laughs> from that, not too exciting. Yeah. Okay. So to recap, um, we had Kuz, we had Jordan, we had Dom, we had Colt in your bottom bottom tier of the draft. Mm-hmm. Sorry, fellas, but someone's got to be there. Prove, prove them wrong. Get out there and, and make it happen. Can you give me a Sacco prediction? And same rules apply. Because um, I know things are pretty even. Do you think someone's going to fall apart? And again, you know, it's hard to predict injuries. So falling apart would come from maybe messing up trades, mismanaging your roster, just having poor locker room presence, you know, not leading your team. Is it one of these four that you're going to predict? Well, based upon that description, it sounds like you're just trying to get me to say Dom. Dom's ready to roll this year. He's ready to sandbag. I'm only saying that just because I know how upset this is going to (laughs) be. So, so is that your? uh... No, I'm going to go with the Nomads. Okay, I'm going to say the Nomads need some help. So you're saying a a repeat Sacco, back to back Sacco. We've never had that before in this league. Oh no, we have. (laughs) Have we? Oh yeah. Was that you? Was it back to back? I don't remember. You tell me. Yeah, it might have. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll have to dig into the. We'll, we'll get back to everyone on I that. I choose to forget those years. I'll, I'll dig back into the history. I don't recall. I do know you. Were, you were the first two times, Saka. I, I was the first two times. Mm-hmm. Um, although I know you, you've you've always had a chip on your shoulder against, against Kuz. Kuz man. Let's let's be honest here. Kevin's history with Kuz because Kuz did technically he lost come in last year. place the first year where we didn't have a sacco the sacco didn't exist the first year right. we didn't we didn't do it there was no such thing as a loser bracket mm-hmm. so if you went and looked at who had the worst record and who you know technically sure yes aaron did lose kevin i think you lost the second year the second year the first year we had a sacco correct and i, I remember that was this was probably 2012 and in 2012, you were pretty upset that Aaron was to acknowledge. Ten years later, you're still a little salty. <laughs> Even so, with the ass I know you were happy. I know you were happy uh, to see him, what you felt like was finally serve 
his sentence. It felt like closure. And Eleven years later, but until <laughs> like until he can say without a doubt, two-time Sacco loser. You know, we never said that Commission Sacco's picks would not be biased. That was never part of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what this is. Free so, country. Yeah. Uh, so you know, again, take his analysis with a grain of salt. It's uh, and a shot of whiskey. It helps bring that salt in. <laughs> um. All right, let's uh, let's do some commission picks and get out of here. Sounds good. Um, let me jump into. We'll start with my matchup. Uh, so week one. So keep my week one rivalry week. I love this because with mm-hmm. the new added uh, week starting last year, um, we we play fourteen regular season weeks and we still do three weeks of playoffs. Um, since there's fourteen of us, you're gonna play one team twice. So the team you play week one is the same team you will play week fourteen to close the year. Um, so this is officially rivalry week. The only team you play twice. Uh, so good fun there. Um, first thing to look at is the coon versus the savages, me versus Connor. Uh, I, I'm going to pick myself like I always do. Um, I do like Connor's team here, I do but, too. uh, yeah, but so I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against you for picking Connor against me, but you know, I could pick myself. The one highlight I'll point out for this that I'm interested in is, uh, I've got CD lamb playing for Dallas on Sunday night football. He's got Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. So that Sunday night football game against Tampa Bay is going to be very fun to watch for this particular matchup and probably likely dictate could, the, yeah. you know, the outcome of this matchup. So that's, that's, I think the the highlight of what to watch for. Exactly. Well, you expect it to be a shootout like it was last time that mm-hmm. they played mm-hmm. and you know, that you yeah, having CD lamb, like puts you in favor for sure. I am going to go ahead and take Connor. Mm-hmm. for this week though okay love it very good okay next matchup let's look at uh uh the humble fox against the crazy 88 mike versus chris um i'll just run through mine and then kick it to you does sure. that sound good yeah. so i'm taking i'm taking chris in a close one this week uh maybe it's because i also listen to the fancy footballers podcast but I do like Chris's team a little bit more coming in. The crazy you, football. I mean, yeah, and I know you liked them too. I know yep. that those wide receivers are great. Um, for me, I think the question marks coming into week one are going to be the highlight a lot of places here. I think it's the, the highlight for me in this one that I noted was uh, Chris's, I would say, questionable, and I maybe disagree, his questionable running back room, I think. You know, can Saquon get back to his old self? Is A.J. Dillon going to be on the field enough, you know? those questions need to be answered versus Mikey's, I would say questionable wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. Can Terry McLaurin, does the talent, uh, is he talented enough to overcome the new quarterback and Carson Wentz, Devonte Adams and a new team, same question. Basically, I do think he's talented enough, but we need to see it now. And Christian Kirk, you know, Jacksonville is always a wild card. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, to me, Chris's running back room is a little shaky. Mikey's wide receiver room, I think, is a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be the fun thing to watch there. So who do you like here? I'm going to go ahead and take the 88s in this one. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, next one. We've got You Auto Believe It against the Snooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan versus Matt. Let's see. Um, I took Matt in this. Uh, I do like Jordan's big players, but I think he's going to have a hard time Overcoming, I think Matt's got better depth on his team. And his uh, Kyler Murray, Austin Eckler, those are two big players. Oh, to yeah. me, those feel like locked-in points. I agree. Um, and, Cam Akers, I don't love, but he doesn't yeah. have to be a sexy pick to be a good pick. Yep. 
Um, hey, with the high side of Brandon Cooks, uh, same with J.K. Dobbins. Not a sexy pick, but he's their guy. Yeah, that's their number one when he's out there. So, so you going? Are you going? I'm going to go Snoots on this okay. one. I highlighted for me my highlight of this game is Austin Eckler versus Dalvin Cook matchup. To mm-hmm. me, that's very juicy. I think that ultimately is going to determine the winner, uh, whose stud running back shows up ready to rock. Because I mean, Dalvin Cook should be healthy. I know that's the only real concern for him usually. And uh, coming in week one, he should be good to go. So you might get a big game out of Cook. That I think that'll be the deciding factor. Sure. Um, next matchup we're looking at. Um, I actually picked this as my game of the week. I found this matchup very interesting. This is the And It's Gone franchise against the annexation of Puerto Rico. So we got Drew versus Nick. Uh, for me, I'm going Nick. Um, again, I like the Mahomes-Taylor stack. Um, Similar to what I said before about uh, about Snooter's team, yeah, like I think there's some again guaranteed points there. Like mm-hmm. the that's some big and versus you know Drew's. I've I I do think Drew's team looks good, but I have some questions. Uh, I don't think those built-in points are there, so I, I think Nick is the safer pick for me here. I think he's got a lot of firepower. Um, and then the highlight that I put on here is. You know, looking at questionable players on, on these teams to see if they'll show up. So we've got Brees Hall, questionable for week one. We've never seen his rookie. What's he going to do? Yeah. Um, Darnell Mooney, can this guy, he's kind of an unknown. He was great last year. He's not really an unknown, but um, see if the Bears can take that but, next step and yeah. he can be that guy versus how San Francisco defense, too. Yeah, you know, Damian Harris, like you said earlier, you already talked about his team and that there's some question marks there for sure. On Drew's side of the ball, I do think there's a lot of questions. Thielen's getting older. Yeah. I like Thielen mm-hmm. a lot, actually. But, uh, again, we got to see it because he is getting older and it's tough to keep that pace going. Um, there are some questions around Chris Godwin's health uh, and just, you know, around the Tampa Bay offense. In general this year, is Brady still going to be good? The offensive line is banged up. Godwin's banged up. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, that running back room, is always questionable, and he's hurt a lot. So, just, again, same story, but uh, week one, there's a lot of question marks on both these teams. So I think that's the highlight there. It's going to be interesting to see who, you know, who's going to show up some of these like lower level players who's going to actually be good. Um, who do you like here? Who I'm going to pick is Drew Walters. Okay. I know that people are probably expecting me to pick Nick after picking him for uh, Das Boot. Well, but you didn't put him in your top three. You're basically saying that he's going to show up. He's the wild later in the it's year. It's going to so come with, so you know, this is yeah. consistent with your, with your take. I'm fine with that. Drew just always finds a way to disappoint everyone but himself. So he's going to come away week one yeah. with a win. Yeah, you're probably right. That's usually how it goes. All right, next one, we've got uh, Silence of the Gams going up against the Sandbaggers, Colt versus Dom. Love it. Um, let's it was see. almost my matchup of the week. Yeah, I could I could dig that. I could see that in second place. And you know, um, my take on these teams, I, frankly, I've got Dom in a convincing win this week because um, I have a lot of concerns about Colts lineup at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there again, there's some things I like, but I do have I'm concerned about Jacobs, Zach Ertz, um, and I think. Javante Williams, DeAndre Siff, Swift are going to be solid. I got no real issues with DK Metcalf this week. Uh, and that I'm on Saint. Well, they got Brown. to find someone. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's he's pretty good. So, anyways, um, what do I have here? Highlight of this game will be uh, Dom's Joe Burrow throwing to uh, Colts Jamar Chase. Yeah. 
always fun when you have something like that happen. Yeah. And again, that's going to be a big deciding factor here. If Chase eats up a bunch of Burroughs points, that could definitely swing Colt back up into the you know projected win here. Not to so. mention Colt having Cortland and Dom having Javante. That's true. That's another, another fun. Interesting, you know. And that's on Monday night, which makes it really fun because oh, that means yeah. this matchup, this, hopefully it's tight coming into that, and that'll be a really fun yeah. one to watch on Monday. So who, who are you picking on this one? You know, I'm not as low on Josh Jacobs as a lot of people are. I think there is going to be, you know, a little bit of a downfall. Uh, I convinced him to draft Jacobs last year when everyone else was still low on him. And he, when he was on the field, man, he had some really good games. Uh, Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. Next matchup, uh, we've got the Smarter Harder going up against the Smashlander, the, the, Classic rivalry of Emma versus Keenan. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Um, I'm taking Emma in this one. Um, mostly because I like, I think she's got bigger upside. I think she's got the edge of quarterback this week for sure. Oh, yeah. um, you know, Rogers over because we both week have Aaron Rogers is nothing to sneeze at. And yeah, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is just, yeah, if he thinks. Um, and then, you know, the McCaffrey and Kelsey, mm-hmm. I think, are just, are just too big. You know, for Keenan's team, and I agree with you, I do think it's a good team. Uh, but, his bench is great. Doesn't do you any good week to week, but what it will do for him is set him up for future success. Exactly. And so I think Keenan might come out slow out of the gate. He'll probably find a way to improve his team somewhere. And then he's going to have the depth to, to fill, to backfill whatever he gave up to get somebody really strong. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think Keenan comes on stronger later in the season. I am picking Emma for this matchup. This is my matchup of the week. I too, am going to pick Emma, uh, for everything you just said. All right. On the same page. Oh, what was my highlight of this game? Uh, yeah, basically um, the running back rooms I find interesting. Oh, yeah. Is McCaffrey healthy, good to go? Devin Singletary is interesting. He finished the year in the playoffs like really strong last year, but the run game has historically not been great in Buffalo, and they brought in that rookie, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Keenan's uh, got similar question marks. You know, Travis Etienne is uh, – hasn't played he was hurt he missed his rookie year the you know the talent is supposed to be there we'll find out chase edmonds new team uh it just remains to be seen he probably should be the guy so yeah the highlight for this matchup to me is watching these two running back rooms to see who's actually got some some real firepower here absolutely and then uh the last one this week we've got the nomads going up against the wtf shady nasties coos versus nate um yeah, I, I did give I gave Nate the slight edge on this week, is what is it put down. Um, but but I do think both these teams are kind of similar, very strong players with some holes to fill. Um, in my opinion, these might be the top two quarterbacks in, in fantasy this year, though. Josh Allen versus Justin Herbert. Um, I really think this these two could finish one two this year. They're both great, so that's one of the highlights for me. Um, also ridiculously strong receiving cores for these two teams are kind of my highlight. You've got Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill going up against Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews. That's really fun. There's a ton of firepower in the wide receiver rooms for both these teams. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking Nate in a, in a slight edge. I'm also going to give Nate the slight edge. I don't think I can just like dump all over coups the way that <laughs> I have and then just completely turn it around now. Uh, yeah. Cruz's team has got some serious firepower, but it runs out of ammo pretty quick. So, cool. Um, 
I'm with you. Okay, well, we're just about out of time then. We'll wrap this up. Good luck to everybody week one. Can't wait to get it going. Uh, Kamish, Sacco, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll, we'll see you back soon to, to dig into some more Smash analytics and, and break down the season as it goes on. Can't wait to come back anytime. Thanks, everybody. The end.